everybody, and welcome back to episode six of My Husky Life. I'm joined here once again, as I am every week, by two wonderful co-hosts and a couple other people, but we'll start with a co-host first. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hey everyone, it's Sunny. I'm super pumped to be here again. Uh, you can find out more information about me and the other co-hosts through our previous episodes, so please check those out. I'm super excited about what we're going to talk about today, so yeah, thankful for thankful to be here. <laughs> well, we're thankful for you too. Hi everyone, um, my name is Erica, I'm a rising second year computer science major. Again, you can hear more about all of us in previous episodes, we say that every week, but it, the first episode is the really the place to get to know us. Um, I'm really excited to be back for episode, I believe, mm-hmm. six of My Husky Life. Awesome, welcome back Erica. Uh, and my name is Liam. My pronouns are he, him, his. Uh, Union Screen State is a communications major. Um, you, like Erica and Sunny both said, uh, we've talked a lot these past couple of weeks. And if you'd like to hear more about us, then you can definitely check out those episodes. We have a lot of really fun and interesting information for you there. So don't forget to uh, go back and check those out if you haven't already. All right. Um, we, like I said before, have a couple special guests here today that we're very, very excited to have on the podcast. Um, so uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about both fraternity and sorority life today, as well as um, civic engagement. And so we're going to start off by talking about fraternity and sorority life. To do that, we need some experts in the field. So we have two orientation leaders from this summer who are here to talk to you about those things that are both in uh, that are in sororities and fraternities respectively so would you like to introduce yourselves please hi my name is abby johnson i'm a rising second year i'm a media and communications major and i'm the current sunshine chair for my sorority sigma delta tau hi everyone uh i'm matt prescott um I'm from Weymouth, Massachusetts, which is just south, south of Boston. Um, I'm a rising second year mechanical engineering uh, major, um, and I'm a part of Beta Gamma Epsilon, which is the engineering fraternity at Northeastern. Awesome. Well, awesome to meet you both and to have you both on the podcast. Uh, I cannot wait to hear a little bit about both of you and about uh, what you bring to the table in terms of fraternity and sorority life, because we are... Uh, not none of the three of us are not involved as much, um, and so we can't wait to hear what um, what you know and pick your brains a little bit about that. Uh, we also will have a, a second uh, segment of the podcast a little bit later, where we're going to have another very special guest who we will uh, introduce when the time comes. But just hold on to your hats for that one. Um, let's jump into uh, the fraternity and sorority life, also known as FSL, uh, conversation here today. So, um, I mean, first off, we want to know like. Just a little bit of information. I know when I came to school, and even for probably my first year of being in Northeastern, like I really didn't know that much about the process or what it meant to be in a fraternity or a sorority, and like what actually happens. Like, you know, you hear the stories and stuff, but you don't really know the actual process of it um, until you like talk to somebody who's who's a part of it, or you you know do some research yourself. But everybody everywhere is a little bit different. Um, and Matt, like you said, you're in an engineering fraternity, which is like there's some, I, I, my, it's my understanding there are some that are just kind of like anybody can join, right? And there's some that are like a little yeah. bit more specific. Correct, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we want to talk a little bit about just, just kind of how you decided to get into that um, and like the work that you guys do and stuff. So uh, let's start off with, um, with Abby. Like, 
what is the what is the like what drew you to being in a sorority in the first place like why at what what why why did you want to um, take part in that once you got to college okay well I had never really thought that hard about going into a sorority like coming into college but all throughout high school like I had a really tight group of girlfriends and going like coming away from that was like a little bit hard and so I kind of wanted to like find that at school because I felt like having all of these girls that I can just be friends with and like would just make my experience the most comfortable and enjoyable. So joining a sorority is basically just joining a group of like over 150 girls that literally you can be friends with, you can have as like mentors. And it's just such a nice experience to have people that you can connect with and that will support you. And they have like, you know, I would have events like every week and weekend and there's philanthropy events, there's bonding events. And so I felt like that would make my transition to Northeastern a bit easier. And like, I, and honestly, like when I joined, like I made friends with everyone instantly because, you know, you go through rush and then you go through all of the like, um, new member events and like, it's a lot. And it's honestly like a bit stressful just because there is so many things to do in a good way, but there's just a lot of them. Um, but going through all of that, like brought us all together. And so we all just bonded instantly. And yeah, um, I just wanted to have a group of girls to hang out with and that will have my back no matter what. And I felt like joining a sorority would do that for me. Absolutely. I mean, that sounds like perfect. I mean, why wouldn't you want like a group of people that you can rely on all the time, especially when you're transitioning to college, which is obviously, you know, can be a difficult process and can be, you know, stressful and um, a little overwhelming for some and just to have people that you can fall back on and people that have gone through the, all the same experiences. That's that's pretty important. Um, Abby, you mentioned rushing um, as a part of the the process of joining into a first meeting sorority. Matt, do you want to talk on that a little bit? Like what 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 does that mean to, to rush? Yeah, sure. So um, specifically for us, rushing, it's about uh, it's a couple of weeks um, and you'll just hold like fraternity will hold events for um, like uh, possible new members to come. Um, and like introduce themselves and meet all the brothers um, at these events. So we'll have different stuff like uh, game nights or uh, we have like a Sunday night football every year where we all come, uh, we get like wings for everyone to eat and we just watch That's like fun. football for the day. Nice. It's pretty fun, yeah. <laughs> um, I really enjoy them. You meet like a bunch of new people. Um, we kind of just like mingle amongst ourselves um, and make sure we like meet all the people who are interested in joining. And uh, yeah, we just go through that process for about a couple of weeks and it, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. I think it's really enjoyable to, like, meet a lot of new people. And, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the entirety for us. Definitely. I mean, Wings sounds great. Sonny, that sounds right <laughs> up your alley, dude. Oh, yeah. dude, I was getting hungry. I was about to ask about <laughs> that, Sonny's too. Food. You already Talk know me. It's food. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Matt, what made you join a fraternity? And did you always expect to join, like, a fraternity surrounding your major? Or was that just kind of the one that fit? Yeah, so I was, um, like, a lot in the same boat as Abby, honestly. Um, I had a really close group of guy friends uh, in high school, and we all actually ran track together. So, like, we all had that common interest. Um, so we really, like, bonded over that one thing. Then when I got here, I saw that I was missing, like, that, that good group of guys that I was always around. So I started looking into it more. And uh, this one just caught my eye because it was really similar with that, like, we all have that one common interest. Um, it's like we're the engineering fraternity, but it's really all hard sciences, but like we all pretty much take a lot of the same classes um, and stuff like that. So it just caught my interest a little bit more. Um, 
and then I rushed and like fell in love with it. So I've uh, been been there ever since. Okay, um, sorry. I wanted to add something. Um, so specifically for Northeastern too, since everybody is on very different schedules, like a lot of people do co-ops, you have study abroad, um, and everybody lives on, you know, people are international or just across the country. And so having a sorority was like very important to me because I'd always hear about how like even when girls are, you know, on co-op or studying abroad or something, everyone is still connected. And then when you come back to school, like it's basically the same and it's like you never left. And that's kind of the same with joining any organization. That's why it's really important to like get involved at Northeastern. But I just like found that very appealing because like a lot of people are nervous about like going into Northeastern and like what if your friends go on co-op and you're still doing classes. Um, and so joining a sorority was like very important just because like of the schedule that Northeastern has and how like everybody is doing different things and you there's so many different paths. Right. Definitely. I think it's like definitely the, the fact that I mean, that's just such a prevalent part of being a Northeastern student is knowing that both you and your friends are going to come and go. And sometimes you might have, even if you're not like for co-op, even if you're not like out of side of the Boston area, you can still be like really busy. Like if you have to go to Cambridge or like Waltham or whatever it is. So it can be easy to kind of get like disconnected, um, if like physically from that. Um, but it's really nice that Northeastern, you know, is since the expectation is that people will be studying abroad or going on dialogues or, um, going on co-op or whatever it is, like, you kind of everybody kind of understands that and then welcomes people back and allows people to leave without feeling like they're missing out on something uh, in particular. So that's really important. That's a good point. Um, I have a couple questions for you, Abby. Um, was Rush a very similar process for you going through Not it? really, honestly. Um, so Rush looks different, like, as I think Liam said, for every school, but also for, like, at Northeastern, Rush for, like, sororities versus fraternities is quite different, in my opinion. So for sorority rush it's usually held over two weekends and so it's usually like the two days long so like all day saturday all day sunday and then the same the following weekend so for us like it was honestly very exhausting because you're just in curry student center normally for like five to eight hours just speed dating girls essentially because <laughs> like you just go from girl to girl and then just like talk to them about you know where you're from and like what your favorite color is I don't know um but it's also like a really good experience because then you get to meet so many different girls that like I still talk to people from Rush and I talk to girls from my like Rush group and stuff um but yeah, so it's very exhausting, but it is nice because it's short and it's over in two weekends. And then as soon as you're, you know, as soon as you're done with the two weeks, then you've joined your sorority. So, yeah. Very nice. And you mentioned that you were the sunshine chair for your sorority. What does that mean? How did you uh, get to um, that? Position? Okay, so the sunshine chair, um, basically, it's to like help the sisters like bond and just to be like a source of positivity and stuff. So like, um, back at campus, like I'm going to do like baking every week and like bring treats for all the sisters. And we do like sister of the week so where cute. we honor. That's <laughs> really, yeah. um, it's very fitting. Can I get some cookie? you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to all join yeah, your, bake. your, the event. Yes. We'll come to I'll your chapter meeting. for my sorority and the pod squad. Let's um, go. <laughs> just you guys. 
Um, yeah, and so we do, like, Sister of the Week. And so, like, last semester, like, our sunshine chair, she would, like, read a poem every week that she would make. And they were always horrible, but, like, so funny. Um, and so I was thinking of doing, like, you know, a Secret Santa thing and just, like, doing things to make everybody, like, bond and everybody happy. Especially, like, now, given everything going on, I just... You're like kind of like the mom of the group, like the sweet mom that brings everything, <laughs> brings sunshine to the group. <laughs> like when I was at, I remember I used, to, I used to play baseball and we would have like the one mom that would bring snacks every week to every baseball game. Oh, the best. You know, she'd bring all like the little like dipping sticks into the cheese, you know, and then like, you know, and the juice boxes and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's you, Abby. Um, <laughs> so as like fraternity and sorority life i know that they're usually very involved in the community and do different things to give back um what kind of things do your sororities and fraternities do um and how do you guys kind of participate in yeah that? so we do a lot of different um volunteering stuff throughout the city um we like try to get a lot of like the main boston events that people know a lot about in so every year we send people to, like the boston marathon uh help out there um like the head of the charles stuff like that um a lot of those big events we'll volunteer at and we also have a lot more, like, small things that we also like to go to. Um, there's this one church, uh, I think in Mattapan, that we always go to and, like, uh, serve meals for um, people with food insecurity, stuff like that. Um, we help cook and serve there. Uh, we also got to go volunteer at uh, Math and Science Pilot School in Mattapan, too, which was really cool. Um, specifically, we wanted to do that because we're, like, a hard science uh group so we wanted to like really get a connection there so we got to go down and spend the day like uh, volunteering there and helping out at their school um, so we like try to build a relationship with a lot of um, different like local communities organizations like that and yeah we will go to some of those bigger events too nice. uh, abby what about you for your sorority what, what, what kind of uh, involvement do you have within your community and like how does that you know how, how does your sorority affect like the northeastern community as well as the boston community um okay so we have like our national philanthropy um so we have like prevent child abuse america and then we have jewish women international and so those are like our national um philanthropy partners that like every sorority like sigma delta Tau, has across the nation but we also have like our independent ones that like our sorority at northeastern chooses to do so we have um Boston Children's Hospital, they have these houses um, called the Yaki House and the Autumn House that we go to every single week. And so it's basically just like housing. Um, it's like affordable housing for children who are like getting treatment at Boston Children's Hospital. And so we go once a week and we like bake with the kids and we hang out with them. And it's honestly the most like wholesome and fulfilling experience. And like we always like make friends with all the people there um and it's literally adorable so we do that every week and then we also do a lot of like fundraisers and we partner with other fraternities and sororities and even things like if you go to Panera on Tuesday like that raises funds for a certain organization in the area Sold. um <laughs> yeah no it's like so easy like we would go to like pliables which is like so good and I was like any excuse <laughs> to spend my money on pliables um but yeah, we're very like involved with the community. And even now, like we've done a lot of fundraisers um, for like the Black Lives Matter movements and coronavirus relief funds. And like my sorority was like something that was really appealing for me was just like all of the girls in my sorority are like the strongest, coolest girls that I know. And like everybody is very involved and very passionate about everything that goes on within the Boston community and like, you know, nationally and everything. So 
we all are like very passionate and very like involved um absolutely yeah that sounds awesome i so would you yeah. both recommend being a part of a, <laughs> a sorority or fraternity yeah definitely recommend it. definitely yeah awesome well you heard it here first folks <laughs> matt and abby uh thank you so much for all of your insight that's actually really interesting and i'm like i know more now than i did uh earlier today and i i have been around for a little while so this is really really interesting and thank you both so much for for joining us uh on this podcast uh we really loved uh, everything you've had to say and we hope that um, the people listening at home uh, did as well. So thank you. Thanks for having. Thank you very much, both of you. Thank you. Well, that was awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Matt and Abby, for being on the podcast. Uh, we now are going to transition to a similar topic, although uh, definitely a little bit different in terms of how it's structured. Um, so today we have another very very special guest that we'd like to introduce. We have my good friend Mega. Would you like to uh, introduce yourself? Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm Mega. I'm a fourth-year bio major from Mansfield, Massachusetts. Um, I've been a part of NU ACES for four years now, um, and it's been a great experience um, all four years, and I'm really excited to talk to you guys about it. Awesome. Well, welcome. Thanks for coming. I have a quick question right off the bat because this is like really interesting to me because I I heard of NU Aces before coming into my first year, um, but you said you've been a part of it um, for several years now and I really thought it was just something that people did during their first year. So I'm just curious if you could give us like a rundown on the organization and just... um, like what you do and what how you get involved in NU Aces. Yeah, so um, NU Aces itself is actually only three years old. Um, I personally was not a participant in NU Aces. I was actually a participant in their um, their prior program, if you want to say, which was NU Serves, um, which was only the the welcome week that we would do before coming in freshman year. Um, so after my year, we actually did some restructuring and created the new organization, which is now NU Aces, um, which is which has that prior to freshman year week, as well as a um, year-long commitment um, throughout your freshman year and beyond. Um, so I was a, a participant in NU Serves my freshman year, but ever since then, I've been a peer mentor and a team leader for the the, the next couple years um, of NU Aces. Um, so all three years, I've been a team leader for Welcome Week and then a peer mentor for the year-long program. Um, so that's how I've been staying involved. The being a there are different. You can be a first year, second year, third year in Aces. Each one kind of has a different. Um, it has a different different responsibilities, different things that you can do to be a part of it, um, different things you have to fulfill. Um, so that's how you can stay involved um, every year, whether you're on co-op or not. There, there are ways to work around that. So um, it's actually been a really great experience to be uh, like going from being a participant all the way to kind of now seeing like the restructuring and everything and kind of making it the best program that we possibly can. Wow. So you've been you've, you've really been. Yeah, like really a part of everything that has to go on with aces i mean from the very very beginning now to where we are now which is awesome and it sounds like you've been a pretty like integral part of that and to be able to watch all that happen and like see the people come and go through the program like has to be really rewarding i'd imagine right like beyond just being a participant in the program like the the incipient of the program um you know and like being like an aces person 
the ACES member is that participant, that what, yeah. Participant, yeah. Um, but being somebody that's then 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 around to help others, I mean, it has to be. I'm sure, like you get so much more out of that, more more out of it that way. Yeah, it's been it's been so great to just see, like my mentees and my like people I've had part of my group now become take on those leadership roles and work alongside of me over these years it's it's like it's created like a great like close-knit family I would say like everyone stays on and loves to contribute every year and just seeing all these people take on different roles over the years has, has really been rewarding yeah awesome and and so you're part of the office of City and community engagement. <laughs> City and community engagement. See, I was, I was getting there. I was, I was going to say that. Um, so, and then, and then they offer um, more programs than ACES for sure. I mean, there's, there's, they, they have other things. There's, there's a program that I'm also familiar with, just because I, I know some people that have done it right alongside with ACES is, is Alternative Spring Break, aka ASB. You want to talk a little bit about that as well? What is that? Yeah, so um, under the city and community engagement, um, there's the Center of Community Service, which has um, multiple programs going through, one of which is ACES and ASB. Um, So ASB is Alternative Spring Break, as you said. So um, we have a group of students go to a whole bunch of places um, within the U.S. and outside internationally as well. and they over spring break and they go and do these um, rewarding community service. They have these opportunities to do these um, service projects for the whole week, whether it's, um, I know the ACES has one that's um, for ACES students as well. So there's, there's just a whole wide variety of things that you can do um, abroad as well as in the U.S. Um, and take part in these great community service opportunities. Definitely, there's four pillars to experiential learning, which is which is a big uh, program and drive for a lot of people um, at Northeastern. You know, to that's kind of the the message that comes down from from the president about how what, what's the best way to learn. And what's the best way to be educated on the things that you're passionate about and how that you can set yourself up for success in the future, right? And so a lot of that comes down to learning by experience and doing things that and, and exploring and experiencing, you know, opportunities that will give you the necessary tools to be able to succeed in the future, right? And uh, one of those pillars, if I'm not mistaken, is service learning. And so service learning, I know, is uh, a, a part of you know, being involved within the community while also being a part of like your actual curriculum. Um, do you know, can you, can you speak on that at all? And like, I don't know what that means and like why somebody might want to get involved in that? Yeah. So Northeastern definitely offers a lot of service learning courses, um, throughout someone's education. Um, and this is, these are, these courses are a great way to kind of incorporate the service as well as civic engagement, um, and again, like your your professional passions, um, it's a good way I think for students to get interested in working, also outside of their passion. So you might be um, studying like like me, like I'm studying biology, but I I have a passion for teaching as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I could have definitely used like a service learning course that um, works with local schools and has like an after school teaching session or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a it's a great way to kind of like I know like in my situation there are a lot of people kind of for like I'm going to be applying to med school so it's kind of like 
everyone is like, oh, you have to volunteer in a hospital. Like, you can't, you won't get into med school without volunteering in a hospital. But um, I think, like, in my opinion, it's more about the other things that you can do um, that count as, like, volunteering or service. And it's, it's more about building those, like, interpersonal skills and working across a whole different, like, diverse community and being able to um, kind of communicate and build those skills uh, necessary for being successful in any field, I would say. Um, so it's uh, like these service learning courses are a great way to kind of step out of that a mindset of like just going like tunnel vision into your major. Um, like it, it may not always help your professional goals, but there are always um, other advantages to it as well. Like, like those interpersonal skills, getting a more um, culturally diverse background, I think is is very important to get through those service learning courses. Definitely well said. I also think you bring up a very good point, um, especially since you're going pre-med and you're applying to medical school. Uh, I guess this is for the listeners that are applying to pre-PA, pre-medical, or all of those other postgraduate courses, you know, or the schools. But these schools really are looking for a holistic picture of you and a unique picture of you. So thinking that, like, I'm going to do all these, you know, I guess if you think that there's a standard way, like, Classic. I don't know. You're bringing you bring up how. You got it, Sonny. Use your words, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, think about this. <laughs> but you were talking about how, like, you know, everyone wants to volunteer in a hospital. Um, like, you have to to, to get into uh, medical school. Um, in reality, like, you want to do experiences that really are passionate to you. You know, because you want to be able to speak about these experiences and the fact that Mega here really is involved in new aces and actually enjoys her stuff. Like, this is stuff that she can talk about extensively and the people that are going to be interviewing here for medical school are going to see that. So definitely don't like join clubs or volunteer at certain places just because it's the classic way or, you know, you have a preconceived notion that it's going to get you into some certain school. Um, do it for the reason that you're like, do it because you're passionate about we'll it because you want to be able to speak about it. So just wanted to add a little We've bit. talked about that. Yeah. We've talked about that in a number of episodes now, just making sure that, um, you're in college and you should be exploring all of your interests, all of your passions, even outside of your academic major and kind of that path that's set for you, making sure that you take the time to explore those other things that you enjoy. Um, Mega, I'm just curious because you clearly do a lot of different things at um, in the community and stuff. What has been like your favorite project that you've worked on, the favorite group that you've volunteered with, um, anything like that? Just a, a little bit more like about your experience. Um, well... I'm going to give you one example, which is through ACEs, and then one example, which is, like, personal, which is not through ACEs. Um, But the experience that I think I enjoyed the most through ACEs has been um, during Welcome Week, we, like I said, we go to, like, every year we have, like, about six, seven um, service projects that we conduct throughout um, the city of Boston and the neighborhoods of Boston. Um, and the one I definitely have had a personal connection with is, um, working at the old West church. Um, and that I've done that. Like I went there when I was a participant and have gone back multiple times as a team leader. Um, and it's just been a great experience to go back and just do like, our mindset is to do what we can to help help the community so we see where the community needs help and we address those issues we don't just go in and um like do whatever like whatever we want it's more like seeing the needs of the community and and addressing those issues so um at this church there's there was um like 
there was gardening to be done and like just kind of building the building this rebuilding this church I would say is um something that we've gone we've done and gone back and done again um so that's been that's been one that's been nice to kind of go back every year and see oh like this is like we did this last year it's still here um and that's great to see um outside of ACES um I have a personal experience of going so I'm from India and I um I'm from a I'm a from a region in India that's been um ethnically cleansed from our hometown. So I have a lot of my community is in um refugee camps right now in India. So um having like a lot of my family is there too. So having gone and witnessed that um in a visit to India in the last couple of years, I kind of combined my passion for service and also for the medical sciences um, and was able to raise funds and conduct a free health clinic for them, um, a day-long clinic where we kind of um, offered like medications and doctors came and were able to screen these um, the residents for any like em- emergent cases, um, provide them like basic like diabetes medications, provide like mammograms, things like that, um, that kind of they don't have access to at this moment. Um, so that's kind of been a personal, um, a personal experience that I'm pretty proud of and also have um, I'm continuing to raise funds. We've already done a second one, um, hoping to do a third one coming soon. Um, but it's it's more about addressing the issues that the community faces right now, whether it's here in the U.S. or abroad or anywhere, really. Um, and then kind of making taking those steps to bring about like positive change, um, working together with the community rather than like coming in and just doing something that you think would be good, but not really for them. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I think I got chills. Yeah, Holy (laughs) Wow. That's really impressive, Megan. I admire you for that. Um, Very commendable. Um, I I have one one final question for you here before we wrap up. What, uh, if I was going to get involved, if I was, if I went to the office of city and community engagement right now or or spoke to a representative such as yourself, I was like, I want to be involved in this like today or like, soon coming up here for however long you can get me involved what would you what what would you recommend what are the first steps for that well currently seeing as the situation is kind of up in the (laughs) air about everything um our prod our programs are again like very we're still in the beginning steps of seeing what they're going to look like this coming um semester and the year um but one thing i would say is if you do want to get like weekly updates about like current either virtual or in-person opportunities that are going on, um, you could definitely email community service at northeastern.edu to be put on um, like our weekly emails where we send out um, those opportunities. Um, Another thing that hopefully will be coming up, we usually do a volunteer fair in the fall at the beginning of the year for um, students coming back to school. Um, We are thinking of kind of virtual options for that. Again, it's kind of unclear as to what is going to be done and what's not going to be done, but we're trying to maintain our mission and our values throughout the the fall semester and into the into the spring. So um, I would definitely say the first step could be um, emailing, again, community service at northeastern.edu to get those opportunities for what's going on right now. Wow. Yeah, awesome. That's so great. you heard Thank it here you. first. I believe I'm on all of the newsletters already. I, le- I get... All of the, the monthly and the Highly weekly. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. Uh, you, you want it too, Sunny? Sunny, Everybody's go on. Yeah, bro. 
I got it. What? <laughs> I'm missing out here. Yeah, you should get right. it. There's a lot I'll of hop on the trend. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What a what stories so and, inspirational uh, yeah i know <laughs> i mean this, partic- this particular episode has made me want to get so involved and in, like i mean i really love like working with people and helping people and that's why i'm you know i love being involved in like orientation and being like an ra and, and husky ambassadors and everything like that like this is like something that i'm definitely interested in and passionate about and i definitely will look into it more because it's very obviously very rewarding experience and something that you can you know you can make your own like experiences also like it's not just about like the programs that you sign up for it's the things that you are driven to do because of your passion for helping others and being a part of the community you know and giving back to the community um and using the resources and tools that you have available to you to do just that so uh, mega thank you so much for so all of your <laughs> input and insight and ex- yeah, sharing your experiences you so uh, very powerful and we really really appreciate you mm-hmm. thank you so much for having me guys hope to see more of you yeah and with that <laughs> We're going to wrap up this episode of My Husky Life. Uh, thank you all so much for listening in. Uh, definitely check out our social media at NU Orientation on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Um, tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your, tell your families. And uh, we uh, cannot wait to come back for another episode next week. So thank you all so much. F- feel free to tweet us at and your orientation with the hashtag my husky life if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer on the podcast pod squad will be pod checking squad. up on that hashtag <laughs> um so definitely uh tweet us if you have any questions otherwise you can definitely talk to your orientation leaders reach out to them on husky connect etc uh and they'd love to talk to you as well so thank you so much everybody you know what time it is i've been liam i've been erica i've been sunny and thanks so much thank bye everybody. Bye. bye why did i wait <laughs> i can't see